Are you with us? Yes. This morning. <laughs> just I, waking up? I was having a technical problem okay. over here. Is that what they call it now? Technical problem? Yes. Uh -huh. All right. 807 Hill Country Patriot Time. You're listening to your information station right here at the Hill Country Patriot. And we are Bill and Allison. We are sometimes wrong. But we're always right. We're always right. Fighting a never-ending battle for truth, justice. And the American way. The American way. There's a warning, a trigger warning we have for you. We are non-Bidenary here. <laughs> non-Bidenary, just remember. 8.12 is our Hill Country Patriot time with Bill and Allison. And Allison, I understand you have some New Year's resolutions. Isn't that right? Isn't that correct? Just, just, oh, you're too busy sexting? <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> okay, so this is our first show since um, New Year's. So I wanted to share some of my... Um, New Year's resolutions. Are you interested, Bill? I am. I'm. I'm. I'm bated breath, as <laughs> okay. they say. I vow to communicate exclusively in memes. <laughs> you vow to e communicate exclusively in memes. Mm -hmm. Is that what you said? I will finish all the DIY projects I started and abandoned in 2019. Oh, that's a or, or maybe just one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I got some of those myself. I will be unashamed about the fact that I'm wearing pajamas in public. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I do. I wear leggings all the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Any others? Sure. <laughs> I will not be a new me. The saying, new year, new me, gets thrown ar around a lot this time of year, but we can't fundamentally change ourselves. You're always going to be the same person. Instead, c commit to being a slightly less flawed version of yourself. Well, that's probably good advice. <laughs> that's probably good advice. My New Year's resolution is to help all my friends gain 10 pounds so that I look thinner. <laughs> there you go. I was going to quit all my bad habits for the new year, but then I remembered that nobody likes a quitter. <laughs> uh, on this, this new year, I will consider taking up a new hobby, such as procrastination, or maybe later. <laughs> on, on New Year's Eve, a woman stood up in a bar and uh, said that she was going to, that it was going to, uh, that it was time to get ready. At the stroke of midnight, she wanted every husband to be standing next to the one person who made his life worth living. <laughs> it was kind of embarrassing. As the clock struck, the bartender was almost crushed to death. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Probably true. Probably true story. 815 Hill Country Patriot Time. And I've got some interesting Texas history for you. Traders for sale Well, you probably recognize that. That's Roger Miller. And uh, this week in 1936, Roger Miller was born in Fort Worth. I don't know if you knew he was a Texan or not. I did not. Yeah. He had no formal musical training. He never learned to read or write music. Wow. Yeah. Uh, some of his hits were, uh, of course, this one, King of the Road, Chug-a-Lug, Dang Me, uh, and he had several others, but those are probably his major hits. And NBC gave him his own weekly variety show. So let's hear a little more Roger Miller. King of the road, I know every inch 
It ain't locked when no one's around. I sing triggers for sale. And this week in 1941, President Franklin Roosevelt relieved James Otto Richardson as commander of the U.S. Naval Fleet. Born in Paris, Texas, he had been assigned to supervise the transfer of the Pacific Fleet from the mainland to Pearl Harbor. And, however, uh, Admiral Richardson strongly opposed the transfer of the Pacific Fleet uh, from the mainland to Pearl Harbor. He believed the fleet was not prepared for war with Japan and that personnel could best achieve a state of readiness in mainland ports. He uh, also dismissed concerns over Japanese expansion in the Pacific and throughout the movie urged Roosevelt and the Navy to reconsider the relocation. So after relieving uh, Texan Richardson in command, Roosevelt turned to another Texan. This, this, this one from Fredericksburg and Kerrville, a graduate of Tybee High School. Will that be Mr. Nimitz? That would be Admiral Chester Nimitz. And, uh, he was offered the job, and he eventually accepted that. We, we once looked at a house, when we were looking for a house to buy, we, a realtor told us that it had been his house. And what, yeah. what I remember about it is this, um, what I remember the most about it was the uh, furnace. It was the weirdest thing I'd ever seen. It was this humongous boiler down in the basement. Yeah, it looked like he probably took it off a ship. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was amazing. It was a boiler, but it was huge. Mm-hmm. Absolutely huge. I had, that's one reason I didn't buy it. I had no idea, <laughs> no clue as to how to I work know. it <laughs> or if it, if it needed repair, who, who can repair a boiler? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. Really? Exactly. Yeah. Well, while we're still talking about New Year's, it seems like it's far away, doesn't it? Uh, it's about a year away now. No. <laughs> it's a week away, but it just seems oh, like okay. it's a long time away. All right. The U.S. is the, is the number one champagne drinking champion of the world. Really? Mm-hmm. United mm-hmm. States is? You think it would be someplace in Europe? That's true. But no, it's no it's, uh, Like France. No? Uh-uh. Well, I did not know that. Uh, play, uh, play, uh, Wayward, please. Oh, the wayward wind is a restless wind, a restless wind that yearns to wander, and I was born the next of kin. You may recognize that singer. Bring it up, please. That's Tex Ritter. And this week in 1974, he died in Nashville, Tennessee. He was also a Texan, a native of Merval, M-U-R-V-A-U-L. And I admit I've I'd never, never heard of Merval. I haven't. And I've heard a lot of, it's, a lot uh, of places. It's in Panola County, which is far eastern Texas. And it's pretty much a, it's a ghost town, basically. It's... It has a lake. That's what it's known for. It's a recreational lake. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, he attended the University of Texas. And, of course, uh, this is one of his greatest hits, The Wayward Wind. Other of his hits were Rye Whiskey, You Are My Sunshine, and High Noon from the movie of the same name, which won him an Oscar. Ritter appeared in 85 movies as in uh, he was inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame. And you may know the name John Ritter. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, I, was, I was just going to mention that. Okay, you go ahead. He was star of um, 
three's company. That's right. And that he, was his, that was his tra- son. Tragically died very young. Yes he, yes, he did. Very young. John Ritter was his son. Okay, coming up next, a shocking story, um, something that the uh, Texas Supreme Court did. You'll be interested in hearing this. Yeah, this is really awful that they would do this. The Hill Country Patriot, your information station. Welcome back. We're Bill and Allison, Hill Country Patriot. 824 on your information station, the Hill Country Patriot, with Bill and Allison. Welcome. You promised a uh, shocking decision by the Texas Supreme Court, I believe. Yeah, this just happened a few days ago. Um, The Texas Supreme Court has ruled against a father, a Texas father, seeking to prevent the chemical castration of his son. Um. The, uh, his ex-wife moved to California, and um, the father is afraid that she's going to medically um, castrate her son, his son. And uh, he, so he, he tried to get the courts to, to stop her from doing, taking the children to California. And the, uh, the wife, the, the ex-wife, the husband, the, the, the father, is accusing uh, his ex-wife of using the children to help advertise her inclusive, gender-affirming pediatric practice. What does that mean? She's a pediatrician, and she is urging children to be transitioned. She's a pediatrician. Yes, she's a pediatrician, and it's at her... She ought to be in prison, not in practice. I know. I know, yeah. And the the father has been on TV this past week uh, talking about it. Um. So uh, originally they had a joint custody arrangement, um, but the the court has ruled against that and allowed the, the mother to move to uh, California and take the boys. And uh, California has a law in place starting just just this week that children that in that state will not be returned to their home state in the event that the home state would prevent the children from being medically transitioned to the opposite sex. Well, a, the Supreme Court said they had no power to take the child from California. Is that, is that their reasoning? Because of the California law, the, the sanctuary law for gender bending? Well, the, the Texas Supreme Court effect, effectively terminated his parental rights. Holy mackerel. Yeah. Holy mackerel. Yeah. And, 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 and the father said, Texas is an empire of child abuse led by Texas judges. Wow. Which is absolutely shocking to me, because you'd think, you'd think Texas would not do that. Yeah, I think we should look more into that story, mm-hmm. find out what the uh, ju- uh, Texas judge's reasoning was, and also remember who voted. Look up, how the, if, the, if it's public, how they voted. Remember, they are elected. Oh, that's a good point. You know, good let's point. remember that the next time they're up for re-election. Mm-hmm. So let's not forget about this story. Let's yeah, the, keep up with it. The, the, the mother in this case said that she began to realize believe that James was a girl when he asked for a girl's toy from a, from McDonald's. Oh. Well, I'm just glad that... Uh, 
Oh, oh, another, it was a counselor at the clinic where she works who advised the mother to socially transition James. Socially transition. Mm-hmm. Well, the, um, <clears throat> the father says that he's, he's, being, he's going to be chemically castrated. Uh, I would probably hire, uh, I'd probably do something illegal if I were in that situation. I'd probably yeah. hire somebody to kidnap, kidnap him. Kidnap yeah. him, yeah. yeah. Bring him, bring um, him home. And then we would, you know, just disappear off the face of the earth. And the, yeah. the father has a video posted where James, the boy, is asked, you're a boy, right? No, I'm a girl. Who told you you're a girl? Mommy. Mommy t- is telling him he's a girl. Yeah. That is so disgusting. Yeah, the, the child said that uh, that uh, mom puts James in dresses. She buys me headbands. She gets me hair clips and paints my nails. She's an MD? Yes, she's a pediatrician. Wow. I mean, sick. W- sick. Oh. Yeah, and, and, and witnesses in this in this video also said said that uh, the boys, and apparently there are two, but only this one specific one is being talked about, um, he did not identify as a girl when left to his own devices. Of course not. He's been pro- and, he's been propaganda. He's brainwashed. And and they were prevented from testifying in the case. Who was prevented? The the witnesses, the witnesses who who saw him saying that he did not identify as a girl. Well, all I know about that is if if kids knew what they wanted to be when they're little toddlers, you know. The world would be filled with cowboys and princesses. <laughs> I mean, I, I wanted to—I wanted to be a pirate, Alice. Thank God nobody took me seriously and scheduled me for eye removal and peg leg surgery. Well, I, I, I was rereading a, a book um, last night. As a matter of fact, it um, takes place in Hill Country, and it's um, a man whose whose parents um, had a camp for children, and he said he was sitting sitting with them, a, a group of little eight-year-old boys having dinner and he he qu- quoted what, what they were talking about and he mentioned which i thought was really interesting in light of what's going on today um he said there was no talk of girls so i i looked at the copyright to see when the book was written and it was it was written in 1994 yeah. published in 1994 so th- that tells you how how things have changed exactly exactly uh, i've got oh here we go uh, we're talking about what happened this week in uh, Texas history and other histories. In 1923, radio station WBAP in Fort Worth established the basic format for country music variety show broadcasting. They were the first ones to establish mm. country music in 1923, and of course it was taken over later by Nashville's Grand Ole Opry and Chicago's National Barn Dance. And they had, WBAP had a program that featured a fiddler, a square, and a square dance caller. And uh, so WBAP and, and other leading Texas radio stations broke the ground in the 1920s and 1930s for a flourishing music industry. And, uh, you know, did you ever wonder how radio stations, television stations get, uh, get their call letters? And what, do they have any meaning or just assigned to them? I think sometimes they have meaning. Yes, they, they often have meanings. They often get what they request. Uh, for example, ours stand, uh, is Ranch Radio. Um, That's not a... But, uh, but okay. the uh, WBAP is We Bring a Program, hmm. which is pretty stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. Well, uh, and what about in Chicago? 
Okay, uh, Chicago. Let's see. WGN is uh, used to be owned by the Chicago Tribune, and it's WGN stands for World's Greatest Newspaper. <laughs> oh. uh, Chicago also WLS. Do you know what that stands for? No, but I, I listened to it growing up. Yeah, so did I. In in, in Ohio. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, I listened to it growing up. We were 150 miles from Chicago, but I used to listen to it. Um, oh, some of those names on LS, uh, Dick Biondi. Mm-hmm. Um, and who am I trying to think of? I even met him Larry. Once. Larry uh, something. Larry Lujak. Thank you, mm-hmm. Larry Lujak. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, WLS was owned by Sears Roebuck. So th- when they applied for uh, starting the station, they applied for call letters. Stands for world's largest store. That's true. That's true. Uh, where I grew up in the Quad Cities, I uh, was born in the Panhandle of, 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 of Texas, but I grew up in the Quad Cities in Illinois, only in Illinois. The WOC in Davenport, Iowa, which is the first station that before he went to uh, Des Moines, WHO in Des Moines, uh, Ronald Reagan worked at WOC, uh, which is the NBC, yes, the NBC affiliate. Uh, there in Davenport, Iowa. Well, WOC was started by the Palmer Chiropractic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Palmer, which is, you know, any, any. I was just talking to a, uh, a chiropractor the other day, and I said, I'm, you know, I grew, grew up just across the river from Davenport, Iowa. And he knew immediately what I was talking <laughs> about, Palmer, Palmer School of Chiropractic. Uh, Palmer invent, uh, invented chiropractic. Anyway, WOC is World of Chiropractic. Mm-hmm. Uh, also in Rock Island, Illinois, WHBF uh, stands for Where Heroic Black Hawk Fought. And that's because the Black Hawk Indian Wars were right, right around that area. Uh, oh, you, you mentioned Chicago as well. One, one I should have thought of because I used to work there. WMAQ, <laughs> the NBC O&O, in, uh, owned and operated station in, uh, in Chicago. Uh, that has probably one of the candidates for the stupidest. I said WBAP is... Um, uh, it stands for We Bring a Program. WMAQ stands for We Must Ask Questions. <laughs> I mean, really? Yeah. That's the best. That's that's what you got, huh? That's what you bring <laughs> to the table. And uh, finally, another station I used to work for, WYCA in Hammond, Indiana, stands for Wishing You Christmas Always. <laughs> it's a Christian station. So that's, yeah, I, I kind of get that. I kind of get that. 8.34 is our Hill Country Patriot Time. You're with Bill and Allison on a Saturday morning. Well, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Absolutely. We appreciate you being with us. We are your information station, as you may, may or may not know. That's mm-hmm. the uh, uh, Hill Country Patriot, your information station. We have a lot of information to give you. Uh, I've got, um, well, you want to keep talking about radio? Sure. Okay. You know, a long time ago, radio stations didn't have music. They didn't even have talk. What did they have? Morse code. That's how radio started, with Morse code on huh. ships. I did, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Radio stations, uh, you know, commer- the commercial radio stations didn't exist. But ra- there were radio stations mostly on ships at sea and then, and then, of course, on land to receive the messages and talk to the ships. Uh, so if somebody... On a ship was ill, a ship's doctor could ask for advice from a doctor on land, as an example. And uh, what changed all that is the Titanic. When the Titanic sank, all ships were ordered to have shipboard radio stations and make sure they were staffed 24-7 in case, hmm. you know, in case of emergencies. But uh, 
to keep all these stations separate, the federal government gave each of them call letters. So if one of them was having an emergency, people on shore would know which ship was in trouble. They could send help. Hmm. Uh, and years later, when commercial radio came along, this custom of assigning call letters was, was uh, maintained. Hmm. Um, in fact, in radio's early years, <laughs> I, don't, you know, I have never told you this, Allison, some of the announcers were given call letters. <laughs> really? Yes. Instead of getting, they weren't allowed to give their name. They just had call letters. <laughs> uh, it, I'd never heard that one. No. Well, the reason was that if you allowed announcers to use their names, the station owners were afraid they'd become famous and ask for more money. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That that's is funny. true. Well, uh, that's, well, that's why that's why we're called Bill and Allison and not WJM and ABM. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but but a lot of people we're still waiting for fame and fortune. By the way. <laughs> a, a lot of people use uh, fake names on on radio. That's true. They do. Yeah, they they use fake names. Your but still, your, your friend Adam. Adam. Uh-huh. Yeah, his his name is not Adam Jones at all. But uh, <laughs> uh, but the, the the custom of identifying stations by call letters remained. It's still around today, and it's part of a remnant of the Radio Act of 1912 mm-hmm. and going back to the Titanic sinking. So whenever you hear call letters, uh, that's basically from the Titanic. Uh, So radio is going to continue to exist as long as their cars and their occupants want local content. Uh, Also, local broadcast radio, Allison, is extremely important, as you know, for disaster communications uh, that keeps the popular people informed. Uh, You know, in a natural disaster, there's not going to be any cell phone service. The Internet will probably be down. So there's no more effective means of communicating with the public, uh, particularly when the infrastructure is damaged. Radio doesn't have an infrastructure. It has a lot of independent stations, and many of them, like the Hill Country Patriot, have emergency backup power. Uh, So when you think about cell towers, they use a lot of electricity. Hmm. So what happens if the power goes down? Most of them do not have an emergency generator. The backup battery is only going to last a few hours. So then if power hasn't been restored, like a hurricane or an earthquake, you're not going to have any cell service. Uh, any, even if cell towers still work, they'd probably be useless because the whole system would have been overwhelmed uh, that's, by demand. That's true, too. So everybody would be using their phone, their tablets, their laptops, their wireless devices. Those will all be useless, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So bottom line, to wrap this up, radio is the most reliable and cost-effective way to reach the most people whether it's an emergency or to advertise your product or service i couldn't resist that last one uh on the hill country patriot your information station and we're giving you a lot of information today i know uh so the uh coming up we have the world's most embarrassing predictions people made in 2022. These are hysterical. <laughs> Stay tuned. Texas, our Texas, all hail the mighty state. Texas, oh Texas, you're wonderful and great. Boldest and grandest, withstanding every test. Oh, empire wide and glorious, you stand supremely blessed. Texas, oh Texas, your freeborn single star sends out its radiance to nations near and far. Emblem of freedom, it sets our hearts aglow. 
with thoughts of San Jacinto and glorious Alamo. God bless you, Texas, and keep you brave and strong, that you may grow in power and work throughout the ages long. God bless you, Texas, and keep you brave and strong, that you may grow in power and work throughout the ages long. The Hill Country Patriot, your information station. Welcome back. We're Bill and Allison, Hill Country Patriot. And you can hear us anytime. Our recorded shows are at firstcoupleoftexasradio.com. And I'm glad you mentioned that, Allison, because uh, just yesterday I put a link up at uh, your um <laughs> whatever our site is called first couple I just of heard texas radio.com <laughs> one ear and out the other uh first couple of texas radio.com i put a link up there for uh my books uh i've written a couple of books that you might find of interest one one particular uh is uh called life after death and i took uh everything i could find in in the bible that addresses life after death what happens when you die uh and what's heaven like and uh, what is uh, the earth made new going to be like just to put everything in there. It's not a long book because there's not a whole lot in the Bible, but, but there's some very surprising things. And the interesting thing that Bill just reminded me the other day, um, we were at a um, meeting and met Ken Starr, who is a name probably familiar to, to most of you. He uh, was a yeah. fe- federal prosecutor. Yeah, and, he, he, probably, he was the prosecutor in the Clinton uh, impeach President Clinton's impeachment. Mm-hmm. We, we met him f- for the very first time. And um, he was absolutely delightful, funny man, very, very kind. And I didn't realize he was from Texas. Very he, personable. Yeah, very he, personable. Was, uh, he, he, he was. Li- he lived in Waco. Uh, yeah, he was president of Baylor, I believe, for a while. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. But, uh, but Bill remembered that uh, we were talking at a, a cocktail reception, and Bill said, Excuse me for a minute. And I didn't know where he was going, but he came back. Well, when ha- I was talking to Ken Starr. Yeah, when we were talking to yeah. Ken Starr. And Bill happened to have brought a couple copies of the book with him. And he went up to our room and got it and gave it to Ken Starr. And just a, f- a few months later, he died. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I still can't explain why why mm-hmm. I did that. Mm-hmm. But I did. I just had a, an impulse to do that. So but, the but direction. He, yeah, but, but he was absolutely delightful. And I said, uh, at the reception, I said, uh, I said, you, you made our g- good friend famous. <laughs> and he said, he said, who? <laughs> and I said, Juanita Broderick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, very true. And, he, and he, was, he was very kind and wanted to know how she was doing and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he was a very kind man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry we didn't get to know him better before he passed away. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, it was un, um, not unex- it is unexpected passage. I, I think so. I don't know. 8.45 is our Hill Country Patriot time, and this is your information station. Remember that whenever you whenever you need information, which is what? Constantly, <laughs> I would say. That's right. Tune to the Hill Country Patriot. That's right. And you can get a lot of information from us. I promise the worst predictions of 2022. Political Magazine's annual roundup, what this is. Carl Rove predicted... Uh, Earlier this, uh, earlier last year now, this is 2022, made in 2022 predictions. The Supreme Court will not overturn Roe versus Wade. That was Carl <laughs> Rove's prediction. Well, actually, 
Carl has some hill country roots. Yeah, why does he? I forgot. He at one He's point originally from Utah. I knew him in college Republicans. I I think he lives in Austin now, but but at one point I don't know if he still has it, but he had a, um, a home in Hunt. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, he. Uh, I knew him in college Republicans slightly, uh, and he was. He he basically uh, he he dressed in uh, fatigues and had long hair. Now <laughs> now he dresses in suits and has no hair. <laughs> but uh, hard to hard to hard to think about those two f- pictures and you know thinking of Carl Rove dressed just like a hippie. Uh, and uh, anyway, uh, Sam Bankman Freed or Fried? Freed. Freed. Okay. The uh, or SBF. Okay. As he is commonly known. The cryptocurrency criminal. Uh, predicted, uh, I don't think I will be arrested. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, President uh, Brandon uh, said December 2021 will be the peak of the inflation crisis. <laughs> How's that working for you, Joe? Uh, the Financial Times predicted, uh, the, the, their European editor predicted, Russia will not invade Ukraine. <laughs> These are some of the worst predictions of 2022. Uh, red tsunami, meaning meaning uh, Demo- uh, uh, Republican oh, right, right. Republicans will blow out uh, the Democrats in the 2022 election. That was predicted by everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I sure thought it was going to happen. Yeah, we did too. Uh, we did too. Well, there's a lot of fraud. It probably did happen, but uh, they stole it. A uh, guy on CNN, I don't know, I don't watch CNN, uh, Communist News Network, Joey Jackson predicted a f- in August of last year a federal indictment of Trump is imminent. Imminent. There you go. Oh, I love this one. Uh, another, uh, this woman, Rebecca Cutler from CNN. CNN Plus. Uh, <laughs> let me give you a background on CNN Plus. That was their pay pay. Paid, mm-hmm. uh, whatever you call those things. Paid. Yeah, like, like Fox has... Um, Fox Nation. Fox Nation, yeah. Yeah, you, you pay for it. Uh, that's their premium channel that you pay for. Well, CNN said, well, we got to get in on the action. So <laughs> they started CNN Plus. Uh, it went out of business, what, after about six weeks, I, don't I believe? Was, I don't think it was that long. Maybe four weeks, but they, they, they got virtually nobody to and sign up for d- it. Didn't somebody who was on Fox leave Fox to go to CNN Plus? Yeah. Um, <laughs> who was it? Uh, uh, Chris Wallace. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he <laughs> he left Fox. Of course, he should never been on Fox, but uh, he was a fox in the hen house. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, he he left um, he left Fox, and that was uh, at the time called the worst career move of the century <laughs> to go to CNN Plus, and it immediately tanked. He he was there. I don't think he had probably you know unpacked his uh, briefcase uh, and CNN Plus. Well, anyway, this woman Rebecca Cutler from CNN said. Predicted on March 24th, which is probably a week before it tanked, CNN Plus will continue to grow and evolve in the months and years to come. <laughs> Great prediction. Great prediction. Uh, let's see. Nancy Pelosi said on October 4 of last year, the Democrats will hold the House and even win more seats. <laughs> How's that working for you, Nance? <laughs> She's out of a job. Uh, as Speaker. As Speaker. Yeah, and Kevin McCarthy was he won just last elected night. Yeah. last night. Yeah. Uh, after 15 ballots, oh, on the 14th, 15th ballot. Is that right? And uh, on the news, they just said it was the, the longest um, 
most drawn out vote since uh, 1850. But I'd previously heard that it was 1830. But anyway, it's a long time. I don't have a problem with that. I know. I don't have a problem with a long drawn out vote. Just because it hasn't happened in years, but that doesn't make it wrong. I know. <clears throat> I think I think they should debate it, and they should. If people don't want somebody, then they shouldn't be forced to vote for them, or they should get the com- concessions uh, from the from the like mm-hmm. McCarthy apparently gave a lot of concessions to the to the real conservatives because mm-hmm. McCarthy is squishy. Yeah, and uh, our congressman Chip Roy was um, a big one in uh, holding delaying the um, confirmation. Mm-hmm. Well, he he was he didn't want McCarthy, right? Right. He he eventually decided to to vote for McCarthy, I guess, because he got some of his concessions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that he wanted. Well, the final prediction, great prediction of two thousand twenty-two. Uh, this is the U.S. Energy Information Administration. Gas prices. This was uh, in, in late twenty twenty-one. They said gas prices in the U.S. will average two eighty-eight per gallon in twenty twenty-two. <laughs> Well, there wasn't a single month in tw- 2022 when gas prices averaged below $3 a gallon. And they soared over the summer, $5, $6, depending on where you lived in the mm-hmm. country. California, you know, pushing uh, one gas station was charging $10 that I read. Wow. So, but but the, this, this is the U.S. Energy Administration. No, 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 no. They're averaging $2.88 a gallon. Just double that number. I guess that's, they're right. 8.52 is our Hill Country Patriot Time, your information station. Glad to have you with us. We are Bill and Allison. And you can listen to us anytime. First couple of TexasRadio.com. That's absolutely right. Well, speaking of gas prices, uh, <laughs> the Brandon administration says their number one accomplishment of 2022. I'm not making this up, folks. This is their, <laughs> their number one accomplishment. This is what they're most proud of. Of course, when you look at their list of things they've done, uh, they, they don't have a lot to choose from as being a top thing. Uh, draining America's emergency oil reserves to historically low levels and selling millions of barrels to China to a company that Hunter Biden, Joe's son, his equity firm has a one-point-something billion-dollar stake in the Chinese company that his father sold our emergency oil reserves to. They, The Biden administration said that's their number one accomplishment for 2022. Of course, they didn't wow. quite phrase it the way I did. <laughs> they said, oh, this, this brought gas prices down and helped people and nonsense. Well, you should... Uh Talk about talk about that movie again. Oh, my son Hunter. Thank you, Allison. Yeah, go to mysonhunter.com and watch that movie. It's a very uh, expensive, well done Hollywood production, uh, showing you, and it's it's very well researched because they knew they'd be attacked viciously for it. So it's uh, it's very well researched uh, with some famous Hollywood actors. Uh, mysonhunter.com tells you exactly what's the corruption and, and the, the criminality of the Biden administration. You know, we should watch it tonight. Uh, we should watch it again. Yes, absolutely. Uh, we should watch it again. There's so much information in there. Mm-hmm. So that's mysonhunter.com. Uh, so that, but I, you know, I'm talking about the uh, release of the oil, and that's their, they say, is their number one accomplishment, bringing our emergency oil reserves 
to the lowest level since 1983. And what's interesting, what tells you everything you need to know about this, they stopped tapping the reserves the day after the election. <laughs> you know, they wanted to bring the gas prices down temporarily. They knew it would only be temporary. Uh, so they brought some gas prices down. They won the election, they claim. Uh, and then they stopped tapping the emergency reserves. That's all you need to know about that. You know, the only emergency it addressed was the emergency of losing the Senate for the Democrats. That's the emergency that they were worried about. So, uh, you know, the reason we have high gas prices is Biden has canceled the Keystone Pipeline. Uh, he's, he's put a moratorium on new gas leases on federal land. He's raised the prices uh, tremendously for oil companies to lease existing lands um, because he wants everybody to... Uh, to drive electric cars. Actually, he doesn't want everybody to drive electric cars. He, won't, he, he Ultimately, they want to get rid of private uh, vehicle ownership. And uh, if, we, if we have time, we're going to be talking about that later in the show. Uh, what their plans are for America, uh, basically to, to create, um, uh, I don't want to be too extreme in this, but uh, to create areas where you're allowed to go and areas where you're not really? allowed to go. No kidding. Yeah, you haven't heard this story. But no, uh, they're already doing that uh, in England. Uh, and uh, anyway, we're going to be talking about that because they don't want people driving cars, you know, oh, it's the, the climate. It ruins the climate, even though they take their private jets to Davos. And when, uh, when uh, John Kerry was uh, nailed on that, a reporter actually uh, had the guts to, you know, ask him. Uh, he said, well, how do you defend taking a private jet everywhere around the world and telling people they should take bicycles and electric vehicles, uh, John Kerry was flustered. And he said, well, it's, it's, yeah. you know, it's, <laughs> the important work I do is, is much more important. Um, you know, spreading the you know, gospel of uh, climate change is much more important, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, we talk about bicycles. On, on our way to the station this morning, we were on a, a major road, and uh, um, there was a bicyclist. I mean, the, yeah. you know, the roads are slick because it had been raining, and uh, it was a stupid bicycle. That's the way it is. You know, I, I mentioned, I found the figure. 1.7, okay, $1.7 billion. Here it is. Hunter Biden's equity firm holds a $1.7 billion stake uh, in Sinopec, uh, and it's, it's, which owns Unipec, which is the company, uh, those companies, uh, Hunter Biden has a one, uh, his company has a $1.7 billion investment in. Uh, his father sold 950, almost a million barrels to this company uh, to benefit his son. And there's no question about it. It's not, a, it's not a matter of opinion. It's a matter of fact. But the mainstream media hasn't given much coverage to that. Uh, particularly, and, the, and by the way, the firm is wholly owned by the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, so, you know, they, they, you know, the media ignores stories related to Hunter Biden or, or just... You know, their favorite thing is not to cover it, and then when it becomes too much and they can't ignore it, like the like Twitter, for example, mm -hmm. uh, and Elon Musk releasing all this stuff about Twitter, the, the MO of the media is not to cover a story and hope it goes away. And if it doesn't go away and they have to address it, they say, well, that's old news. <laughs> that's old news. We're not going to cover that. That's old news. Well, speaking of Elon Musk and Twitter, uh, Elon... Um, responded to um, one of our friends' um, tweets the other day. Oh, we did? Uh-huh, Juanita. Oh, what did she, he her, her tweet was, 
when are when are the Fauci files going to be released on Twitter? Yeah. yeah, and and Elon himself replied later this week. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Did you know uh, who the head of uh, ethics is at the uh, NIH, the National Institutes of Health, the person in charge of making sure everybody performs ethically and what they say in public and congressional testimony is all true and and what they do professionally uh, is is ethical and above board that's dr fauci's wife <laughs> she has that position mm-hmm. so that tells you everything you need to know that's right 8:59 is our hill country patriot time your information station is what what you're listening to right now that's right this is where you get all this you won't get this elsewhere other than the hill country page you don't get this information elsewhere that's true really don't and coming up after the after the news break i'm going to tell you about a couple of spectacular solar events that are going to be here in hill country oh really mm-hmm. okay we look forward to hearing about that i'm i'm also going to tell you that allison you don't know this pink elephants exist <laughs> they do pink <laughs> elephants actually exist do white elephants exist uh i've owned some I definitely know that white elephants do definitely exist. But uh, so we're going to be talking about that and a lot more when we come back from our news break. Again, you're you're listening to the Hill Country Patriot, and news is coming up. Your information station, which has the news at the top of the hour, Mm -hmm. and Alice and I will be back very shortly. KRNH HD2, Kerrville, K271CH, Fredericksburg, K2A2BI, Kerrville, the Hill Country Patriot. Welcome back. We're Bill and Allison, <laughs> as, are. as you heard. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. 906, Hill Country Patriot time. And we've got some events coming up in Hill Country that you need to know about. Uh, today, Saturday, January 7th, is the last day of the Kerr County Stock Show. Uh, this is the show finale. It's going to be a live auction, and all the proceeds are going to the participants' scholarship funds. And that'll be today. The live auction starts at 1 o'clock at the Hill Country Youth Event Center, the Ag Barn. Uh, so get out there and support the kids. Uh, the City of Fredericksburg and Market Square Redevelopment Commission is going to start Phase 2 of Market Plots renovations on Monday, January 9th. Uh, phase two is going to take about 10 months to complete. It'll have restroom, new restrooms, a multi-purpose room on the northwest corner of the square. Today, the old Gillespie County Jail is open for tours. That's at 117 West San Antonio in Fredericksburg. Uh, starting at 10 a.m., it'll go till 3 p.m. today. $5 per person, age six and up. Under is free. Bandera Cattle Company gunfighters are today... At 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. in Bandera at Rattlesnake Ridge. That's right behind the Bandera Visitor Center at 126 Highway 16 South. And uh, that is less dangerous and cheaper than going to Chicago for a gunfight. <laughs> Bandera Market Days are back. The first Saturday of the month uh, is today. And that's going to be in Bandera in front of the county courthouse on Main Street. And that goes from 9 to 4. So it just started uh, in Bandera. Don't forget Farmers Markets in Junction and Comfort and Kerrville today. Uh, from uh, Junction and Comfort in the city parks there from 9 to 12. Kerrville at the River Hills Mall, uh, right uh, in the parking lot outside of J.C. Penney. And if it's if it's inclement weather, and it might be because it's been sprinkling a little bit, 
they might move it into the main entrance of the mall there. So uh, that's that's what's going on in Hill Country. If you've got any events, particularly uh, of uh, community interest events, charitable events particularly, but uh, let us know of your events. Uh, just uh, go on online, uh, hillcountrypatriot.com or ranchradiogroup.com, uh, and you will find uh, a way to get it to us or drop it off at the station. But make sure you tell us the Ws. Who's doing it? What the event is? When is it? Where is it? And if it's uh, if if it's not obvious, why? What 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 is it doing? For example, uh, uh, the as I mentioned, the Kirk County Stock Show. All the proceeds go to, to the scholarship funds. So that that's that's anything you think people would like like to know. And don't don't put in a long website address because you know you can't read that. You read that on the air, nobody remembers. I can't write it down fast enough. Uh, I, I recommend um, what I use in, in our business um, is uh, tinyurl.com. If you go to tinyurl.com, you can make up a very short uh, uh, website address, URL, uh, for, for your event. And uh, so instead of having a bunch of letters and numbers and things like that, you can just say what the event is and people remember it. And we can, we can say it on the air that way. What you got, Allison? Okay, well, I, I promised to uh, tell you about uh, a couple of spectacular solar events that are going to be in Hill Country, um, and I am very excited about both of them. Uh, this year, on October 13th, uh, 2023, there's going to be a ring of fire eclipse, and that's where the, the moon um, crosses, or is in front of the sun, but not totally. So there's, there's a, you see a ring of fire out, outside it. And the most exciting is um, Monday, April 8th, 2024. Uh, we are going to have a total eclipse. And the, the next total eclipse um, in our area is going to be something like 30 years from now. And uh, so I am very excited about that. Um, we've been invited a lot of friends to come to town. Uh, to come to Hill Country to see it. How many are they projecting to come to, uh, to this area? Not only Kerrville, but the, the whole area. What what we we've heard is, that, and they base this on the last total eclipse in the United States. Um, they're expecting 150,000 people in in our area. In Hill Country, right? Where the where the path of totality is crossing Kerrville, Fredericksburg, that area. Mm-hmm. And it's um, the it's really interesting if you go and look at a map of the two eclipses. Um, the um, Ring of Fire eclipse starts in the upper northwest and it comes across our area. And the total eclipse starts in Mexico and goes up to the northeastern United States. And if, if you see them, the two of them on a, on a map, it's a giant X and, and Hill Country is right in the middle of it. Very cool. And also, another thing I want to point out is that uh, now eclipses happen often. It's just that they don't happen in populated areas. That's why it's such a big deal. And uh, since the signing of the Declaration of Independence, an eclipse has gone across the lower 48 United States only 21 times. No kidding. Yeah. So since 1776. How about that? Wow. Wow. So that is a big deal. I know. 
Nine twelve Hill Country Patriot time, and we are your information station here at uh, Hill Country Patriot, and uh, I think you'll be interested in that. Uh, got uh, this information that I've got for you. Um, I mentioned earlier, Allison, and I uh, wanted you to. Uh, you said you were not aware of this. I don't think very many people are, but again, that's why we're your information station. Um, the acts of the Oxford. England City Council has already voted to divide Oxford into six districts. Everyone who lives within a certain district will have everything available within 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, the reason they're doing this is to save the planet. It's a, it's a nod to the climate change religion. Uh, and uh, we're going we're gonna to hear from a resident of Oxford explaining what this is all about. And this isn't just Oxford. This is part of the World Economic Forum's uh, drive to get every place in the world into a 15-minute um, jurisdiction. Here's, here's so let me tell you the plan. The plan is in Oxford, and this has just been passed by the council, to divide the city into six parts. And you will only have the freedom to operate in the part that you live. The idea is that everybody will live within 15 minutes of the things they need. 15 minutes of a school, 15 minutes of a doctor's, 15 minutes of a supermarket. And if you want to travel to the other zones in your city, you will have to go out an approved route. You will have to journey around the outside of the city in order to re-enter another section of the city. This plan is supposed to be saving the planet. And the idea is that you won't simply be able to cross over into other sections of your city anymore. So if your mother, for example, lived over here, you wouldn't be able to just go across and see her. This would all be done via e-gates, electronic gates and number plate recognition. You in your area will only be allowed within that 15 minute zone that you've been allocated. The number plate recognition will know if you leave your zone and you can apply for permission, a permit to leave your zone and travel to another zone. But you'll only be allowed to do this about 100 times a year. This is real. I just have to stop and say that this is actually being passed by Oxford Council. This is happening. 2024 it begins. And if you use up all your 100 passes that someone designates whether you're allowed to have to go into the different zones, you'll be fined. Your number plate will be recognized. It will observe that you've gone somewhere you're not allowed in your own city. Yeah, yeah, that's that's going on in Oxford today. But don't just don't think it's just Oxford. Don't think it's just Oxford. Uh, it's 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 planned. Uh, but World Economic Forum, which if you don't know what that is, Google it. Uh, Cl uh, Klaus Schwab, the Nazi, basically. Uh, they, they, you know, they, they want to do this everywhere, all around the world. Uh, so it basically, they're. This is what East Germany did. Uh, they, they, they had a certain area you were allowed to live and travel within. If you wanted to leave, you have to get a government permission to leave. Uh, so basically, Oxford. And whatever place does this uh, elsewhere, they're recreating East Germany behind the Iron Curtain. 
So it's uh, it's modeled after this Klaus Schwab vision of fifteen called fifteen minute cities. You'll go nowhere, you'll do nothing, and you'll be happy. Uh, or smart cities, as, as they're also called. Well, t- tell There's them nothing smart about it. T- tell them what our friends who live in London um, told us that they're already doing. Yeah, well, in in England, they they've done traffic cameras one better, although they have plenty of those. Uh, they told us that if you get on a highway, and uh, you, you, when you get on the highway, they capture your license plate and with a camera and then when you get off the highway down the road whatever how many miles they capture your license plate again and then it's automatically calculated how long it took you to go from one place to another and they can figure out if you if you do it in a short shorter amount of time than the speed limit would allow you must have been speeding and they send you a ticket mm-hmm. Isn't that nice mm-hmm. Isn't that nice as much as we complain about the United States, there, I think every place else in the world is worse. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. Uh, 9.18 is our Hill Country Patriot time. Uh, both uh, Democrat and Republican lawmakers, and of course the, the House Speaker race has been uh, in the news, uh, both Democrat, and this has been a bad year for the stock market, as, as we know. The, the S&P was down 18% in 2022. But on average, both Democrat and Republican members of Congress and Senate beat the stock market. Uh, the, the stock, you mean in their own personal buying? Yeah, in their personal oh, personal I did, investments. I, I had not heard that. Yeah. Uh, somehow they were able to avoid, on average, huge, huge losses. Uh, like, uh, for example... Uh, like Nancy Pelosi? Uh, <laughs> yeah. As, as Truman said, uh, you can't get rich in politics without being a crook. Mm-hmm. what he said uh, but uh well to her credit i think she her, her husband is wealthy. her husband is very wealthy. But, that's true that's true uh but some politicians uh, there's a congresswoman named ro Khanna from california democrat she made more than five almost six thousand stock trades in 2022 how do you do that mm-hmm. and you have to be a full-time job i would think really? to watch the market and to make these trades yeah. uh republicans collectively beat the market uh, by slightly beat the market, uh, Democrats were down just about one 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 and a half percent. Yet the S and P was down eighteen percent. A Texas Congressman Michael McCall, he had sixteen hundred transactions totaling one hundred and seventy six million dollars. Wow. Um, Where in Texas is he from? Uh, I don't know. Okay. And don't ask me questions. <laughs> and uh, another Demo- uh, Republican, uh, another Republican, Patrick Fallon from Texas. Uh, had a had a great year, uh, and you know you you've got to wonder, you've got to wonder about that. Alice and I both worked on Capitol Hill in Washington. We we saw a lot was going on. We you know worked in the sausage factories, so and we never eat sausage <laughs> again. Uh, but uh, you know you've you've got a wonder. Uh, you know we don't let athletes bet on games they have the ability to influence. Why do we allow members of Congress to invest in companies they regulate? Good point. Uh, members of Congress raked in profits from defense contractor stocks after voting to send billions in military aid to Ukraine. That should be illegal for them to have military, uh, to have defense co- uh, stocks. Um, we, we uh, okay, uh, there's, there's a congressman named Earl Blumenauer of Oregon. He had the highest average returns on defense company stocks at 
percent. Wow. Yet he votes for spending our tax dollars on the companies mm-hmm. that he invests in. Mm-hmm. Um, Blumenauer voted for a $40 million, billion dollar supplemental military and humanitarian aid page for Ukraine, yet he owns defense stocks. Um, well, you answered Nancy Pelosi. I have a little factoid here. Uh, December 15 of uh, last year, 2022, Pelosi said it's... Uh, Congress people should be able to trade because that's a free market. There should be no restrictions. This is the only time she's ever believed in a free market, <laughs> by the way. Uh, and then on uh, January 10th, a website that tracks congressmen's uh, investments called unusualwhales.com, unusual whales as in the mammal, fish, if you want to say, .com, published the 2021 report on congressmen and how much they invest in the stock market in the companies they regulate. Then on January 12th, two days later, senators drafted a bill to ban trading. Uh, January 21, Pelosi retired from being speaker. January 24th, she said, now that she's no longer speaker, and she's going to retire from Congress anyway eventually, she's now open to banning uh, trading, stock trading. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I heard that. One month later after she said, well, it's free market things shouldn't be restricted yeah i don't know i'll tell you you. it's uh well working on capitol hill as i said you saw a lot of stuff some of it good they're not they're not all crooks there's some good ones but uh yeah the congressman i worked for didn't get rich no no mine either you said neither no no i worked for how many two or three and no Mm -hmm. they they got and uh you know i worked on committee and they didn't they didn't get, they were honest. In fact, uh, mm-hmm. a member of Congress that I worked for kept a copy of the Constitution in his pocket <laughs> at all times, and he would consult it. When he voted, he would look in the Constitution to see if, if it was constitutional to, to vote for that or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he really believed in that. And uh, as I say, there, there were some congressmen like that um, when we were there, uh, and uh, I know there's some still left, but they're precious few. There's mm-hmm. just a handful uh, that seem to really care about the country and and put their own interests behind the interests of the country. Well, Texas, Ron Paul was one of those. Ron Paul was absolutely one of those. And Rand Paul is uh-huh. uh, a senator. His mm-hmm. son is, is, an, is another one. Absolutely. But uh, I was, I was um, writing a newsletter for a, an association that I work for in Washington when, when Ron Paul ran for president. And my, my claim to fame is that a presidential candidate returned my phone call. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, I, I interviewed him for for our n- newsletter, our um, companies, or it was a political action committee, mm-hmm. and I inter- I placed a call to his office, and he returned my call. No kidding, <laughs> no kidding. Very cool. I know. Cool. Yeah, he was. He he still is a great man. Mm-hmm. Nine twenty four is a Hill Country Patriot time. Uh, okay, we're talking. Uh, They, uh, Google, Google Maps, if you ever looked at Google Maps. Mm-hmm. Uh, I look at them all the time. Okay. It shows your house. You, know, you can oh, look right, up your house. Right. All right. Um, Google Maps makes it very simple to see what your house looks like. Anybody with a phone or computer can do it online. Uh, if you don't like that, it is possible to blur it hmm. on Google Maps. Uh, you, you have to do it on the computer. You can't do it on your phone. 
Um, and uh, so go to maps.google.com. You enter your home address in the search bar at the top right. You hit return, then click the photo of your home that appears. And you'll see the street view of your location. Click report a problem on the bottom right. Now it's a little tiny. They don't want you to see it. But it's there at the bottom right. Report a problem. And then you can choose what you want Google to blur. So you, you take your mouse and you adjust the view of the image to your home and anything else you want to blur is contained within the red and black box. Use your cursor to move around the plus and minus buttons to zoom in and out. And uh, once you've finished adjusting the image of what you want to blur out, uh, then they'll ask you, are you blurring a face, my home, my car license plate, or a different object? And uh, that's, there you go. It's very simple. Again, go to maps.google.com. You enter your home address in the search bar at the top right. Hit return. Click the photo of your house that appears. And then the tiny little type on the bottom right, click report a problem. And you choose what you want to blur. And you maneuver around to figure out what you want to blur within the red and black box. And then choose what you're requesting to blur underneath. And uh, that's the way it's done. And uh, now know that once you blur it, it's blurred permanently. So you can't go back and change it. So make sure that what you select is exactly what you want blurred. And then you'll be asked for your email, and there might be a CAPTCHA where you have to say, you know, which, you know, these pictures and do they, which ones have trucks in them or whatever. Uh, and then you click hit submit, and Google looks it over, and they deny it or approve it. And uh, they, uh, they don't say how long it's going to take, so just keep an eye out for it. So that's how to blur your home on Google Maps if you want to do that, or if you're a privacy nut like I am, <laughs> definitely want to do that. I, I saw a good CAPTCHA the other day while the vote for speaker was going on. And it, as Bill said, they, they'll show you like six photos, and it'll say um, which one is, is a road. And this one was which is a speaker. And there were four audio speakers which are, were checkmarked, <laughs> and then two of Kevin McCarthy, and he was not. He was not. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't the speaker yet. Well, that's funny. That's funny. Well, it's 927 is our Hill Country Patriot time. We are your information station. Uh, when we come back from the break, we have an interview with uh, Texas Rep- State Representative Carl Tepper. He has introduced a bill that is tremendous. Absolutely, you will love to hear the bill that he has introduced. So we're coming back with an interview with uh, Representative Tepper right after this short break with Bill and Allison on Hill Country Patriot, your information station. The Hill Country Patriot, your information station. Welcome back. We're Bill and Allison. Hill Country Patriot, and you can find recordings of our show at firstcoupleoftexasradio.com. Well, we have an interview with uh, Texas Representative Carl Tepper, as I promised, and he's going to tell us uh, about a really interesting bill that he's introduced. Oh, we have the opportunity to talk with uh, Texas Representative Carl Tepper of Lubbock. And uh, he's got a very interesting bill that he is uh, sponsoring in the legislature. Thanks for joining us, Representative Tepper. We appreciate your time. Bill, you bet. Any time. 
I filed Bill. It turned out to be, you know, when you file it, you don't know what number it's going to be. But now it's HB1006, which deals with these university offices of diversity, equity, and inclusion. I call it, I call it division, inequity, and indoctrination. Um, I started researching. I've, I've, I've been annoyed with these offices for some time. Um, my daughter had gone to one of the camps at our local university, Texas Tech. Um, shoot, I think she was 12, you know. <clears throat> and part of signing her up for the camp was asking her about, uh, you know, what, what do you want your pronoun to be on your name tag? We were real offended. As a matter of fact, some of the other parents had brought it up to us first. And we pushed back. And, of course, they dropped the whole silly, you know, what's your pronoun to 11 and 12-year-olds. But um, that's when I started to raise my eyebrows about these um, offices of you know, diversity, equity, and inclusion, indoctrination, and uh, started to do a little more research after I got elected. I'm not sworn in yet. I won't be sworn in until next Tuesday, but um, this was one of the things I came out of the gate with just because it's been under my skin for so long, and I did a little more research and found you know, some of the most outlandish um, ideas and activism uh, on the website of, of the local offices and some of the um, DEI offices of the University of Texas, Texas A&M, and these statewide universities. And I thought, you know, I don't really care what these people believe. They can be activists. They can believe whatever you want. I just don't think the taxpayers should be paying for it. And so uh, I came up with a bill that would um, hopefully uh, force sort of a neutrality uh, from the universities. Again, um, you can believe what you want to believe and you do what you want to do. I just don't think the taxpayers should be paying for it. Uh, so what would this what would this affect in the state? Are we talking about uh, state universities primarily? Yeah, state universities, public dollars. Um, these state universities are getting hundreds of millions, if not billions with a B, dollars a year. And, um, you know, I did some of the math. Um, the local DEI office... Um, sorry, the local DEI office um, has, um, I counted on the website, 22 employees. I assume they're all full-time. Uh, and there were some vacancies. That's fine. But I figured if they're fully staffed, it would be about an average of maybe $50,000 a year per employee. Some make a lot more. I'm sure some make less. But, yeah, that's about $1.2 million a year. And I'm thinking, boy, I wonder how many underprivileged kids can go to college for what essentially the Democratic Party office on campuses are, are being funded just in payroll alone, not the um, operation side of these offices. So um, one thing would be that the state would not be allowed to fund these offices, and um, it would also instigate um, a neutrality of, um, uh, from the university. Uh, so in other words, um, hopefully these offices will disappear uh, frankly, in that the uh, the faculty and staff, um, there, there's a sort of an associated bill that we filed. The faculty and staff would, um, we don't mind discussion of these issues in the classroom, certainly history, political science and all, but would take more of a, a, a neutral stance um, on the issues. Okay. We're speaking with uh, Representative Carl Tepper about a, a bill that he has introduced. Uh, do you have any guess on the uh, chances of, of passage in the House? You know, I, I filed it out of a little bit of frustration. I'm serious about it. Uh, I'm serious about the issue. Um, I had no idea how much 
um, frankly, you know, 90% positive, enthusiastic feedback I got um, from people around the state, alumni from the University of Texas, Texas A&M, uh, locally, um, uh, academic activists around the country, meaning people who have been tracking these sorts of issues, um, have sent me emails about how um, overreaching these offices of DEI have become. As a matter of fact, one guy had stated in an email that it took him longer to fill out all of his diversity, equity, inclusion paperwork than it did his you know academic and teaching background. And um, and he said, look, you know, they're looking for complete um, and total um, loyalty to you know a very liberal mindset. Uh, and so, again, that's fine, but not with my tax dollars. Okay. Uh, would one so, way? So, Bill, I didn't really answer your question. All right. So, to, to finish, and let me just tell you that I'm surprised at how much traction the bill has. Uh, it looks like it has a really good chance of something happening that will uh, curtail the funding of these offices. And what's the bill number again? Um, one zero zero six. Okay. Well, I, I would urge our listeners to contact uh, your own state uh, representative uh, and urge them to uh, support your bill. And now you know the bill number to, to put in your uh, communication with your state state legislature. And, Bill, that's the one that's gotten all the attention, but there's also uh, HB uh, 1033, um, HB 1046, which are related bills about not just universities, but just um, um, the state departments in general. So if it's a public, um, you know, the Department of Environmental Quality, uh, the Department of Transportation, we're trying to curtail uh, sort of the indoctrination from these departments to their employees. And we're trying to make it so that the state uh, takes a neutral stand, not just in the university, not just the university level, but also uh, pretty much every, every level of state government and state authority. Great. Again, we've been talking with Representative Carl Tepper of Lubbock and uh, about his bill uh, to abolish diversity, equity, and inclusion departments and programs in public universities. So, Representative Tepper, uh, again, we appreciate you being uh, on our program, and, uh, and Godspeed on, on uh, not only your uh, bill, but on your, on your career in the legislature. You, you sound like somebody who uh, uh, we can all, I, I'm sure our listeners can uh, get behind. Thank you. Thanks, Bill. You know, I appreciate being on the show, and uh, a lot of people have asked what they could do. You know, if you're in Texas, call uh, your local legislator, you know, your legislator, and tell them, you know, you find this interesting and you'd like to see it passed. Thanks again. Thanks, Bill. Happy New Year. Bye-bye. Happy New Year. Some have said down through history, if you last, it's a mystery. Well, we're Bill and Allison, Hill Country Patriot, your information station. Stay with us. And coming up after the break, why you should be afraid of, very afraid of Alexa. Welcome back. We are Bill and Allison. We're sometimes wrong. But we're always right. Always right. (laughs) Fighting a never-ending battle for truth. Justice in the American way, and we are non-binary. Want to warn you that it's a trigger warning. Non-binary here. Nine forty-two is our Hill Country Patriot time. You're listening to your information station. 
And before the break, Alice and I told you that pink elephants actually exist. Mm -hmm. They do. Pink elephants exist. Uh, the reason I say that is... Is that a, is that a cocktail? Is there a cocktail <laughs> called pink elephant? I don't know. I don't it probably know. is There's somewhere. A pink Cadillac. Pink Cadillac, yeah. But uh, elephants in some areas of Africa, where the soil is rich in iron, the elephants, which, as you may know, they like to take dust baths. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm sure they have a reason for it. Well, dogs do. Roll in uh, dust and other... Yeah. <laughs> they roll a yes. lot of bad stuff. But the elephants roll in dust. And uh, some areas of Africa where the soil has a lot of iron in it, the dust caked on their skin gives them a bright pink color. Huh. Well, we, we learned, um, we were in some place in, in the Caribbean, and we learned that pink flamingos obtain their color because of what they eat. Yes. Do you remember learning that? Uh, I do. I think that was Rockport, though. Rockport it has an area where there's a lot of pink flamingos. And uh, it's a, it's a preserve. You're shaking your head no? I they do have pink? No. I, well, someplace in the Caribbean. I oh, think okay. it's Bonaire. Oh, okay. Well, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Yeah, Rockport isn't known for its birds, but I don't know if they have pink flamingos. Okay. Well, I was just going from memory. So okay. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, some good news. Uh, Dell Computer Company has told, out of Austin, has told its suppliers they're going to stop using chips made in China. Good for them. By next year. And they've told, also told their suppliers they must significantly reduce the number of components in its, uh, that are made in China. Hmm. Otherwise, they won't deal with them. So uh, kudos to Dell. Mm -hmm. A very good product anyway. And, in fact, uh, we are right now looking at uh, computers and screens mm -hmm. made by Dell. Yeah, I've got two, two yeah. in front of me. Yeah, so we... We, uh, you know, we put our money where our mouth is here at the Hill Country Patriot, uh, supporting, supporting them. Uh, you probably heard the January 6th Select House Committee, uh, was it just the end of December, just before they dissolved. Uh, they voted to send a criminal referral to the Department of Justice about Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. You remember that? Yes. Yeah. Well, there's a... Uh, a leftist writer, and I had never heard of him. His name is Michael Tracy, uh, and he has written, <laughs> he said, what's being called, now this is a leftist now, but he's apparently a fair-minded guy. They, those don't always go together. Those rarely go together, <laughs> but uh, anyway. He wrote, quote, what's being called a, quote, criminal referral by the January 6th committee carries just as much legal weight as a letter written in magic marker by Bozo the Clown. <laughs> it has no basis at all in any statute or house rule. They just put out a Word document and made up a serious-sounding name for it. Isn't that great? Isn't that great? <laughs> uh, so he, he also wrote, the media trumpeting how this was the quote, first criminal referral of a president in U.S. history, neglects to emphasize that the very manner of the, quote, referral is a whole cloth invention of the Cheney Schiff gang. You know, Pencil Neck and mm -hmm. Mary, who's running for president now. So, yeah, this is still Michael Tracy. So, yeah, it's technically true that nobody invented this fake action before. A special committee could mail a letter to the Department of Justice 
with a criminal referral of Kermit the Frog, <laughs> and that would also be the first such criminal referral of its kind. <laughs> he said Congress doesn't have criminal referral power. It doesn't. It, they've invented this fake power. They don't have the power. So this, you know, he said this this ref, criminal referral of Trump to the U.S. Department of Justice is. Uh, Carries as much legal weight as a letter written in magic marker by Bozo the Clown. <laughs> Good for you, Michael Tracy. You're coming around, man. Glad to see it. Welcome to the welcome to the camp of sane people. <laughs> what you got, else? Well, I, I promised um, to tell you why you should be afraid of Alexa. Uh, Alexa is always on. I mean, when you have, once you have it turned on and plugged in, it's always on. And it's supposed to, it's made to listen so it can respond when you talk to it. Um, so it's, uh, you should keep it away from uh, the more intimate parts of your home, such as your bedroom and bathroom. And instead, just leave it in spaces where you'd be more likely to host guests, such as the living room or the kitchen. And uh, do you want to know who hears your conversations that Alexa is recording? Sure. Uh, the staff at Amazon likely hear some of your private conversations that you have on your device. And Amazon has con confirmed that it's true. Every member So this is not a conspiracy theory. Amazon mm -hmm. says yeah, that, that they yeah. do listen in. Yeah. Every member of the Alexa staff at Amazon reviews up to 1,000 audio clips per day. And how, I imagine if they have, can you imagine how many staff members they have at Alexa? Probably yeah. thousands. Yeah, exactly. So it's, if you want to stop... Um, Amazon and Alexa from um, listening to your conversations. I just unplug it. Oh, because Alexa is always listening. I remember there was a, a story that came out a year or two ago. A um, fellow said to his boss, "Oh, I understand you're getting new. Um, um, you're trying to decide on, on new flooring." And he he had he heard it through alexa i don't do you remember that story yeah uh the story was i'm doing from we're both doing this from right. memory but uh yeah a guy uh guy's boss said uh oh are you getting a new flooring and he said how do you know that he said he said uh my alexa played oh that's right a conversation with you and your wife right last night talking about getting new flooring yeah and he said what yeah Alexa was listening in, and apparently they said something that triggered Alexa somehow, but why it sent it to his boss, we have no idea. Mm -hmm. And, of course, Amazon claims this hardly ever happens. But, uh, uh, no, it's, it's uh, well, it's it kind of goes along with my story earlier on, on Google, how to blur your house on Google Maps. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, the invasion of privacy is really, really taken off. We do not have an Alexa, and we're not going to get one mm -hmm. or anything similar uh, in our house. Never, never have, never will. Now, first time we went, and saw it a few years ago at a friend's house. We thought it was really cool. How cool is that? Yeah. Alexa, what yeah. you know, well, well, what time is it? What's yeah. the weather today? Uh, exactly. You know, play you know, play a song, whatever. And I thought that was really cool. But then I looked more into it and found out it's always listening. <laughs> Big brother's <laughs> always listening. So Yeah, we, we bought no one way. we bought one for your uncle. Well he did. That's a or, yeah. My uncle's ninety seven years old and uh He's uh, very sharp, and uh, we thought it'd be really cool for him. And I don't think he really cares if people listen to listen in on him. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, he loved it. We had it. 
uh, we had it set up uh, in the backyard when we gave it to him. Mm-hmm. We had a little party of um, our relatives, and uh, uh, she, my cousin Paula uh, boards dogs, and she uh, she had uh, a bunch of dogs in the backyard. Mm-hmm. I think s- she does. I think it's doggy daycare, which is what doggy she, she daycare. usually does. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so these dogs are running around the backyard, and someone came up with the idea, of <laughs> saying to Alexa. Bark like a dog. Alexa, bark like a dog, and the dogs went berserk. And we kept doing that. It was probably pretty cruel, but yeah, you know, the dogs. Well, just well because berserk. Alexa would, would play a um, dog barking. Well, yeah, Alexa would bark yeah. like a dog, <laughs> whatever. And uh, the dogs just went berserk. It was so much fun. Nine fifty one is our Hill Country Patriot time. You're with Bill and Allison, and you are listening to your information station. We've got all sorts of information. Here's some good news. Good news information. There's a, a judge, judge, Justice Thomas Moran of the Supreme Court of Monroe County, New York, r- has ruled that the state's New York's red flag law is unconstitutional, according to the Constitution of the state of New York. Um, oh, I'm sorry, of the federal of the of the U.S. Constitution. He says it's it's uh, it's unconstitutional. Well, explain explain it's, what a red red flag law is. All right. Uh, a red flag law is basically anybody who has some grievance against you, doesn't like you for whatever reason, can file a complaint, and if the complaint is granted, and if that person that they're complaining against could be you, going to find police at your door to confiscate your firearms. No trial, no opportunity to... Uh, uh, Go before a judge or anything like that. That's later. But in the meantime, they've taken your guns. That's a red flag law. It's a way for government officials to take away your Second Amendment rights, even if you haven't committed any crime at all. That's, a, that's what a red flag law. And this judge in New York said it violates the United States Constitution. It violates your Second Amendment rights. It's a fundamental right. And uh, he said the law is vacated. Uh, he said, uh, this uh, red flag law is deemed to be unconstitutional by this court. It cannot be stated clearly enough. This is from the judge's opinion. It cannot be stated clearly enough that the Second Amendment is not a second-class right, nor should it ever be treated as such. Good. Right. Good for you, Justice Thomas Moran, yeah. the Supreme Court of Monroe County, New York. Good for you. Well, you know, that reminds me of something that happened to me when, when I was in college. Um, I had a boyfriend who I broke up with, and he wasn't happy Why about you that. you did now. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't happy about that. So he started stalking me, and he would show up at my at where I was working, and um, he tried to kidnap me. He put um, forced me into his car. We, he, he said, let's get together just for one last goodbye. So, so I agreed to it, and um, he forced me into his car, and he was telling me you know, what, what he, how he had all the preparations made, the place where he was going to keep me, and he would you know, come over every few days and give me food. And uh, he said, you know, of course, after a few, you know, couple of weeks, your parents won't, won't care anymore. But... Um, Anyway, so fortunately, said that. Yeah, you really. Yeah, in other words, you're completely crazy. 
Yeah. Oh, he, he was completely crazy. And I, I must point out that he was a psychology major. He just graduated with, with a degree in psychology. But but fortunately, he was driving slow. Um, it, it was a low a speed limit area. And um, I um, opened the door and jumped out of the car and ran to uh, to the house of a total stranger and asked to use their telephone. Wow. Well, yeah, I knew some of that. I didn't know the whole story, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was a psychology major. I was a psychology <laughs> major for a while until I discovered what it really was, uh, which is yeah. what happens, you know, well, well, first of all, there's a saying, especially when you're a psychology major, you, you hear this a lot, that people go into psychology to cure themselves. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, large part that's true. I, I don't have anything really against psychology, psychologists, but, uh, you know, having majored in it and, and uh, did some counseling uh, as an apprentice but um, what really struck me was the man that I was studying under who was a full-time psychologist and he was the one that I was apprenticing with uh, said uh, he told me one time he said he said you'll find uh, and he said the statistics bear this out uh, that of our patients uh, about a third get better uh, a third stay the same and a third get worse and you know that really struck me. I thought, well, what am I doing then? I mean, how, am I help? You know, I'm trying to help that third. That that you you can't psychology. You know, treatment is not going to help you if you don't want to get better. And that's the bottom line. Yeah, we had a friend who was a psychologist, and he said um, he 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 had sort of retired from from being a psychologist at that when we met him. But uh, he said he didn't want to go into marriage counseling because he said if people don't want to stay married, um, they're they're not going to yeah they're 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 going to break up they're going to break up no 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 matter what you say to them exactly exactly yeah if, if you you know treatment is not going to help you if you don't want help uh, is the bottom line yeah. when it was Dave Ramsey says when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired uh, that's when that's when you can uh, be helped by psychology or by Dave Ramsey or you know, anything else that you might need help with. 957 is our Hill Country Patriot. Tell me with Bill and Allison on your information station, the Hill Country Patriot. We serve Kerrville, Fredericksburg, Comfort, Bandera, Hunt, Ingram, Johnson City, Mountain Homes, Center Point, and points in between as well. And uh, I have written a book called Life After, What the Bible Says About Life After Death, and that's available if you go to... First, Allison, you say first couple of texasradio.com. And if you look in our little bio there, there's a link to uh, my book, and it's uh, I made it as cheap as Amazon allows you to make a book. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know they set limits. Yeah, they do. They you can't give it away, but uh, you can. Uh, it's in Kindle and paperback, and it's uh, what does the Bible say about life after death? And uh, that's that's what I've written, and I'd love to have you go pick up a copy. And I'm I don't you know, I if, if I give it away, I would. Uh, in fact, if you want to text me, I'll send you a copy of PDF for free, uh, <laughs> 830-285-5926. I, I'm, I ain't in it for the money. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, uh, we're we on 8 to, what, what are we on? 10. 8 to 10, <laughs> yes. I can't every Saturday. That's right. So join us every Saturday morning. And, of course, uh, the full lineup on the Hill Country Patriot during the week. So we are Bill and Allison. Do you have anything more to say, Allison, before we sign off? Not really. You, you don't shake your head. <laughs> People can't hear that. Oh, that's right. That's right. 
Oh, we've got so much that we didn't get to, so we're going to have to save it for next week. Well, so that means we'll have to be back. Yes, that's right. We'll have to come back. That's a very good point. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, but uh, we, we sure enjoy being this, doing this show. We, uh, we filled in for Harley uh, last week, I guess it was. It was the week after Christmas. Yeah, and uh, really enjoyed that. There was a new appreciation for what he does, <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, getting up at 4.30, 4 o'clock in the morning and preparing a show is... Uh, is a lot of fun, but uh, it's a lot of work. But uh, we enjoyed that. And we certainly enjoy being with you, uh, going over Hill Country events and news that you may not hear anywhere else. That's our goal. You don't hear it anywhere else mm-hmm. except the Bill and Allison show. So go to firstcoupleoftexasradio.com to hear our previous shows, and you can download them, put them on your device, whatever it is. Remember to trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not into your own understanding, but acknowledge him in all your ways. He will direct your path. We're looking forward to being with you next Saturday, aren't we, Allison? Yes, we are. And we're going to play an interview with State Rep. uh, Carl Tepper from Lubbock. KRNH HD2, Kerrville, K271CH, Fredericksburg, K2A2BI, Kerrville, the Hill Country Patriot.